Generation Exiled is now sponsored by All Seal Insulation. Is your power bill too high? Well, call Les Pitts at All Seal Insulation for a free estimate. That's right, estimates are free. In most cases, All Seal Insulation can lower your power bill by 20% a month, paying for itself. All Seal Insulation can spray insulation into new buildings and attics, subfloors, crawl spaces, metal buildings, moisture barriers, underneath houses, and much more. Remember, call Les Pitts and his team at All Seal Insulation at 601-508-7593. You can find them on Facebook and LinkedIn at All Seal Insulation, or you can email them at allsealinsulation at gmail.com. Once again, that number is 601-508-7593. All Seal Insulation. prosperous if we embrace free trade prosperity from free and fair trade you are listening to generation exile with your host landis and daryl welcome to generation x today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake in what we're talking about. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call a freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning, the Second Amendment existed. Certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic. Let me say it again. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic. And it's an international embarrassment. And today, I'm announcing several initial steps my administration is taking to curb this epidemic of gun violence. Much more need be done, but the first, first, want to rein in the proliferation of so-called ghost guns. These are guns that are homemade, built from a kit, and include directions on how to finish the firearm. You can go buy the kit. They have no serial numbers. So when they show up at a crime scene, they can't be traced. And the buyers aren't required to pass a background check to buy the kit. You know, I want to see these kits treated as firearms under the Gun Control Act, which is going to require that the seller and manufacturers make the key parts with serial numbers. The second action we're going to take, back in the year 2000, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms released a report on its investigations of firearms trafficking in America. The report was a pivotal value, it was an important tool 
for policymakers when I was in the Senate and beyond at all levels to stop firearms from being illegally diverted into dangerous hands. Today, with online sales and ghost guns, times and trafficking methods have changed and we have to adjust. We also have to ask the Justice Department to release a new annual report. This report will better help policymakers address firearms trafficking as it is today, not what it was yesterday. The third change, we want to treat pistols modified with stabilizing braces with the seriousness they deserve. These modifications to firearms that make them more lethal should be subject to the National Firearms Act. The National Firearms Act requires that a potential owner pay $200 fee and submit their name and other identifying information to the Justice Department, just as they would if they went out and purchased a silencer for a gun. Fourthly, during my campaign for president, I wanted to make it easier for states to adopt extreme risk protection order laws. They're also called red flag laws, which everybody in this lawn knows, but many people listening do not know. These laws allow a police or family member to petition a court in their jurisdiction and say, I want you to temporarily remove from the following people any firearm they may possess because they're a danger and a crisis. They're presenting a danger to themselves and to others. Additionally, we recognize that cities across the country are experiencing historic spikes and homicides, as the law enforcement can tell you. The violence is hitting black and brown communities the hardest. Homicide is the leading cause of death of black boys and men ages 15 to 34. Gun violence in America, for those of you who think of this from an economic standpoint listening to me, estimated to cost the nation $280 billion, let me say it again, $280 billion a year. Finally, the Bureau of Alcohol, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the key agency enforcing gun laws, hasn't had a permanent director since 2015. Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as a director of the AFT. So, folks, this is just the start. We've got a lot of work to do. Welcome back, everybody. Generation Exiled. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. And this is episode five. All right, so Biden's got some new rules. How do you feel about the new rules, Daryl? Well, uh, like we were talking about earlier, um, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly a hundred percent on what he has actually said, other than a couple of talking points I've seen on the news. So why don't, why don't you explain? All right. So what exactly the, he's trying to do? One of the things Papa Biden's trying to do for us. All right, he's trying to propose a rule that would target stabilizing braces for pistols. Okay. For those who don't know any better, that is, that's what helps aid in weapons accuracy, and it's going to actually manage to recoil a little bit. But, all right, so we just had the shooting last month in Colorado, and law enforcement, you know, who worked the scene there says that uh, the shooter used a pistol modified with an arm brace. So there you go. Uh, a Democrat takes office. We have a mass shooting. Well, now anything that this guy used, well, we, we got to get rid of it. Okay, because he killed a bunch of people. 
Now, this drives me absolutely crazy because, all right, so if you go back to what I just said about the, the brace, it says, which aids weapons accuracy. Well, if that's the case, you need to take every iron sight off of every gun. You need to get rid of every scope because guess what? That helps with accuracy. That's the whole point. You don't want to have a damn gun you can't aim with. It doesn't make any sense. And it really chaps my ass that, okay, you get one jackass, and I know this has happened more than once, but let's say most recently this jackass in Colorado does what he does. Okay, so now we, we've got to change everything about our guns. We've got to do this. We've got to do that to make guns safer. It's not going to work. If somebody wants you dead, they will find a way to kill you. I promise you, if I want you dead, I don't need a gun. Let me repeat that. If I want you dead, I don't need a gun to kill you. It's just that simple. Okay, so now we've got to change everything. Good luck with that. Because all this is going to do is push you crazy folks who are extreme right wing. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You done pushed them in the fire. So guess what? They're fixing a butt back. You've got your extreme lefts who are running the country right now. Trying to come up with these radical laws to change everything. It's, and I'm, I'm stuck here in the middle with about 90% of the rest of the American population going, what the hell? I'm an outdoorsman. I own guns. I hunt. I shoot on a regular basis. You know how many people I've shot? Zero. Yeah, that's that's always a good <laughs> usually when they when they go when they go this route, they try to take guns. There's always there's always like a like a mental what I'm scared of is like what are they gonna consider red flags? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? What's okay? What exactly is a is a? All right. So CNN, CNN reported out. All right. So it says one of the stipulations in Biden's thing is a, a directive to the Justice Department to publish red flag laws for states that allow the temporary removal of guns from people deemed at high risk of harming themselves or others. Well, if that's the case. Oh, you need to go ahead and remove everybody's gun. That's a blood. That's a crip. That's a Latin king, a gangster disciple, or whatever they call themselves. Because guess what? They mean harm. Quote, unquote, they'll cap your ass. All right? At least I've been told anyways. I've had to add, my ass has been threatened to be capped a few times. But anyways, that's a whole different story. <laughs> and nobody showed up to remove their gun. Yeah. So why are you removing mine? The only way this will ever work, and the people listening are going to think Landis is just batshit crazy, and that wouldn't be the first time somebody thought that anyways. Yeah. The only way this will ever work in our country is if everybody who is 21 years of age or older has a damn gun on them. That they are forced to own a gun. They're forced to carry said gun. Oh, that's just crazy. That's wild, wild west shit there, Landis. Okay, you could look at it that way. Or you could look at it through the eyes of somebody that says, hey, I'm fixing to go do a mass shooting. Where can I go to do a mass shooting? Nowhere, because every occupancy, every building that you're going to run up into to try to commit this shooting, everybody in there's got a damn gun. Do you really think you're going to be that successful if everybody's got a gun? 
The only way you can stop a bad person with a gun is to put a good person with a gun into the equation. There's no other way to fix it. You can do this law, you can do that law, and that's great. But guess what? That only works for the people who follow the damn law. Yeah. Okay? So you might as well just go ahead and say murder's illegal. That should fix it. Murder's illegal, Daryl. Yeah, I know, right? So that that law right there should uh, not only stop gun violence, but any violence in particular. How you feel? What do you think, Daryl? Talk to me. I think it's <laughs> it's just I'm a little heated on this one. Yeah. Um. I let me think for a second. I just um that right there, like you know how many you know how many people who don't think highly of me, like probably consider me a violent person, <laughs> like or uh. You know, I have I have this friend Clint Baker who used to he picks on me all the time. He'll say red flag, literally you're gonna be red flagged, red flagged, you know. Every time I say something or I ran or something like that on Facebook and uh that's why I don't I don't like I don't like that stipulation. Red flags. And the other one doesn't make <laughs> the the other one doesn't the other one doesn't make sense either. Like what you were saying, all it does is provide accuracy. For yeah, the gun. It, it stabilizes the gun for better accuracy and recoil. Like, why not? If you're gonna like do something about the the reason why I guess where I'm going at the reason why this never works is because it, it always goes to it always goes to taking the weapons away for these stupid reasons that there's like that makes no sense. Like you just sit there and said the first thing about you know. The accuracy of the gun, and it doesn't even make no sense. Why would you take that away? And then you got the second, you know, the second part is red flags, which means anybody who is more popular than you, who, you know, maybe they know the police or they, especially in a small town, my God, is going to be able to take away your gun because they don't like you. Or maybe, maybe you click the sad face on their post or something and you kind of hold a grudge a little bit. Yeah, hold a grudge a little bit. I've never liked that idea. But see, my, my whole argument of this is none of this is going to work. All You can put every rule, every stipulation around guns or whatever that you want. But that's only going to affect the people who follow the rules anyways. Yeah, I know. A criminal's not going to follow the rules. He's a criminal. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to do what he's got to do. So whether you say, okay, he can have a stabilizing bar on his pistol or not, it don't matter. It doesn't matter whether he uses one or not. He'll still kill you. And then the only person that's left to suffer is the person who can't defend himself because of this rule or that rule. And now I get it. Some of these rules make sense. You don't want to sell a gun to somebody that's batshit crazy. Okay? If they've been deemed uh, unfit, you know, with a mental issue or whatever, yeah, don't sell them a gun. Duh. That's a no-brainer. But... When you start nitpicking little things, thinking that's going to change the, the game, it's not. Because just so happened that this guy who shot up such and such place used such and such type of gun. He had this kind of ammunition. He had this kind of optics on it. He used this kind of strap. Well, now we got to get rid of all that shit. So let's go back to the assault weapons, man. Okay. 
Now, when I was selling guns uh, for a little while at Academy, we didn't call them assault weapons. They're known as a modern-day sporting rifle. All right? any You can't call it an assault weapon because it just looks badass. Any weapon I can assault you with. If you don't believe me, give me a weapon and come here, and I will assault you with it. <laughs> Trust me. I, I, I know my way around one. I will, <coughs> I will assault you so well that... You'll, you'll enjoy it. You'll probably pay me for it. It'll be a good time for both of us. But anywho, it's, it's stupid. It's not going to work. Well, now we're getting into a part that I could argue back on because... Please do. I don't care if they're assault rifles or not. Like, that is like what the Second Amendment was designed for. It was literally designed for us to, like, have to take on a tyrannical government if we had to and i, I hate yep. it when people like act like that's a bad thing to say or something like that but you know there if you take away especially the bill of rights if you take away or you mess with any of those you ruin the whole thing and it's like it's not america anymore you have to mm. completely rewrite the constitution or the rules exactly or how we're going to do things you know and uh so there's that argument, and if you for that, fine. You for that on that side, but that is not the way it is right now. That's not the way we run things, right? And technically, that's what the Second Amendment is for, is for people like you that want to like rise up. We're supposed to be able to defend ourselves against you, right? So, uh, Right, because no government's ever going to tell you that they're being tyrannical. Right. You know? and there's they won't admit to that. There's plenty of... There's plenty of examples in history, and we all know that. They get repeated all the time. Like, for example, what did Hitler do? The first mm-hmm. thing he did was he took all the guns, and they did just like what everybody's, like, scared of. They kicked down the doors. They pulled, They opened up drawers. They, they opened up closets. They pulled clothes out, threw them on the floor. They searched the whole entire place for weapons, and they took all their weapons away. Mm-hmm. That way, when it was time to throw them in internment camps, they couldn't do nothing, you know? And I've heard the argument where they probably would have lost anyway. Probably. But it wouldn't have been so easy. Right. It would have been just, all right, uh, a flick of a switch. We, we've taken everything from you. You know, and then, uh, okay, so the Second Amendment states a well-regulated militia being ne- necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Shall not be infringed. Yeah. Now, infringed means, like, shall not be infringed means that you cannot mess with it. You cannot argue about it. You cannot create a sub-law. An you executive cannot, order. Yeah. You cannot, you know, you're not supposed to mess with it at all. And then a lot of people make the argument with, uh, you know, with the whole definition of militia. Mm-hmm. And I love the argument where people talk about the militia means the National Guard or the reserves because that is not true. Because literally when this was written, those organizations didn't exist anyway. Right. You know? And like, so I looked up the definition of it and it says what a militia is. There's three definitions, right? It says a military force that is raised from the civil population to supplement a regular army in an emergency. And then the second one is a military force that engages in rebel or terrorist activities in opposition to a regular army. So it's also bringing up bad militias. 
you know, as well. Like, it's just giving you the definition of a militia. And it says, all able-bodied civilians eligible by law for military service. So, and we know about those militias, ex-people who who aren't in the Army no more, but they're, like, on side call. Right. You know, so. And we need these people. And a lot of folks are going to say, oh, that's just crazy talk or whatever. No, think about it. Look, look at where we're at. And if you don't believe we're dealing with a government that's just playing by their own rules, then you're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You've been duped. For example, Biden, already. He ain't been in office, what, 100 days? No, not even 100 days. Not even 100 days. 48 executive orders this man has signed. 48. That's 4-8. That's crazy. That's the highest it's ever been for any president. And when I say any president, I'm talking about a man who served at least four years in office. We haven't hit 100 days. And we're at 48 executive orders. So what does that say? That tells me this guy is doing what he wants. And if you're not on board, well, I'll just make up a new rule. Yeah, it, it, the That's double, scary. The double standards between him and Trump are like astounding. It's like, ridiculous. Like, and you're right, like, because uh, we're getting to the point, we're getting close to uh, our episode about where we're going to start talking about libertarian and stuff, but, like, as a libertarian, like, that's that's nuts, like, be signing in laws like that. Like, both, either one of them, like, I'm against either one of them just signing in a bunch of laws without, like, allowing a vote for it or caring about what the people say about it. But that is a that is a ton that he has done compared to like how many Trump had signed. Thirty six. Out of a four year term. Yeah. Okay. So you have the number. Oh yeah. And then that is astounding. It's crazy. But nobody's gonna bring any light to that because well, and, we can't do that. The powers that be that run this son of a gun and it ain't Biden that's running it. If it was let's say if if it was Trump. Oh, man, they would have ate him alive already. They would have crucified this man more than what they already done to him. But Biden? No, he's their puppet. That's the yes man. We, we've got our little puppet in office. You know, it looks like the little Jeff Dunham guy that sits on his lap. What's his name? Walter. Walter, <laughs> a.k.a. Papa Biden, sitting there looking lost and grumpy. and <laughs> You know, just nod your head, Biden, and do what we say. Now, the only thing I, I can actually agree with is the ghost guns. All right. These are guns that don't have serial numbers. They can't be tracked. Some of them are being made by 3D printers or whatever you want to use. Okay, that's some shady shit. <laughs> but it all goes back to what I said earlier. If somebody wants to kill somebody, they will find a way. If a criminal wants to have a gun and he can't find one on the street, well... If he's got the, the means to do it, he'll make one. And, you know, I find it kind of funny that they're worried about these guns that don't have the uh, serial numbers, these ghost guns, because, well, obviously they can't be tracked. How many criminals do we find a year, we catch them with a gun, and the serial numbers have been filed off? It's a throwaway gun. You yeah. commit a crime with it, and you throw it away. Correct? Right. How's this any different? How's it any damn different? It's not. And it's not going to work. 
It's, it's a bunch of crap that's doing more harm to the good citizens, the law-abiding citizens that exercise their right to have their firearms the way they want. That's the only people it's bothering. You're not affecting the criminals. You're not slowing them down. You're not stopping them. Let, let's also just talk about, let me hit on like a, a truth for a second. Like Speakers. we live in Mississippi and like both of us have owned guns our whole entire life at some point of an, some kind, one, whether it be a pistol or whether we have a bunch of shotguns and hunting rifles. First gun I was How many times have you pulled your gun out on somebody? Zero for never, me. Never. I've had a like, gun pulled on me, but I've never pulled one back. So the fact that you think that all these gun owners just walk around pulling guns out on people or like dangerous anyway is like mind boggling to me. Like we're that goes to show you like how a popular why why we have like our republic set up the way we do with the electoral votes, for example, because like I guess you must have all these people in like New York like assuming that like we must be like that show the outsiders on Hulu out here. We're just running around firing <laughs> firing, you know, shotguns in the air. It's like, no, dude, that's a felony. <laughs> like you can't now there like there is a couple of idiots that do that. But uh down their dirt road, that's right. basically their property. You know, the just bullet, don't go down there. Right. Crazy. You don't need to be on their property there. to begin yeah, with. Yeah, what you doing down there? But you know, in, in every in every genre of people or demographic of people, there's always going to be a certain percentage of idiots. And, you know, going back to the whole gun control, we're dealing with people that it really pisses me off because for them to sit up there and make all this big hoopla about it, like this is actually going to work. It's just so stupid. It's only going to affect the people who follow the rules. A criminal's not going to change because you made a new law about this or you changed that. Nope. How many people remember the Oklahoma City bombing? Man, I remember it. Right. You hadn't had any bombings in a while. We had the Boston one a couple of years back, right, at the marathon. But I'm talking about a serious, serious bombing. They've kind of broke away from that. They, they use guns now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not saying one is better than the other. What I'm getting at is, is somebody wants to kill a mass group of people, he'll find a way to do it, whether it's by a bomb, crashing a plane into a building, you name it, they'll do it. Set a building on fire, whatever. There's more than one way to kill mass amounts of people. The best thing we can do in this world is mental health checks. You know, have a, a updated mental health check on everybody because we live in a world full of crazy, crazy, crazy sons of and, bitches. And it shouldn't be so hard uh, to, to get mental health either. No, it um, shouldn't. You know, and it shouldn't be uh, something to talk, something that's so hard to talk about, you know. Um, I get, you know, when we were growing up, that was a, that was a crazy thing to say, you know, but like it's gotten a lot it's gotten a lot better over the years. So, are you familiar with the DSM? No. All right. So, when I took my psychology class in college, there was the DSM. Okay. And the DSM 
it's actually called the DSM-5 because I guess that's how many times they've changed it. But it stands for the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. All right? Mm-hmm. I forget just how many mental disorders are in this book. But when you look at this book, it is massive. There's roughly 1,500 pages in this book of mental disorders. All right, so... 1,500 possible, well, I wouldn't say there's that many. There's a lot of damn disorders for your brain. And you got 383 million Americans running around roughly. I'm pretty sure one out of 10 is going to be a crazy son of a bitch. And if you don't believe me, drive down the road. Everywhere you look around you is somebody trying to make it in this world. And when you start seeing the ones that actually jump out at you, there's a little more desperate than the poor son of a bitch beside you. Watch them. Watch the desperate things they do just driving. Imagine what they do if their back's against the wall because when it comes down to it, it's them before us. And they're going to do what they got to do to make it. And if they're crazy, then you can't tell them anything because they already think they're in the right. They're in their own little world. That's, yeah. Real crazy people don't know they're crazy, right? Exactly. That's, that's what I... We're crazy. That's what, I, that's what I tell people all the time. I have, I mean, I have an anxiety disorder. And, like, that's the reason why I get upset when they start talking about, like, red flags and stuff. Like, I have a, I have an anxiety disorder. It's not a big deal to me. I just have one. They're going to come take your gun now. And, and I went to, you know, I've, no been gun to for a, I've been to a therapist a couple, a few times. And I, I liked it. Like, I liked going to a therapist. And I encourage people to go to therapists it shouldn't be so hard but you're right uh a psychologist or a therapist their their thought process is not to take away your gun and i feel like if we if this was more accessible or whatever that like you know what i'm saying that all right so that, that would actually help out a lot but taking away people's guns is not the answer no all right so let me ask you this let's say Somebody is deemed, you know, not mentally capable of owning a firearm. How in the world does the psychologist or psychiatrist let the government know? What line do they have to the powers that be? They'd be like, okay, Bill from Loosedale, Mississippi over here is batshit crazy. He doesn't need to own a gun. How do we get that information from them to them? And disperse it amongst the NIC system that they use when uh, you're you're purchasing your firearm. A back the back the background check. Okay, they, so there would have to be some kind of a system where they would be able to log in or maybe call a number and say like, "Hey, I'm Doctor So and So from whatever." The doctors could register themselves. My ID number is blah 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 blah. Here's my patient social security number. Yada yada yada. Red flag them. And how long does that take to put in order, I wonder? Well, technically, it wouldn't take over 30 minutes if you thought about it that way. But I don't know how, you know, exactly. it, it would work with everybody else. You would, uh, which, like, there's a there's a way to do it. And, like. Because what I'm getting at is when I bought a gun, last time I bought a gun, which was a couple months ago. From the time they put in my information in the NIC system and to the time they told me, okay, Mr. Watts, you're good to go, was 48 seconds. 
That was pretty fast. I was improved in 48 seconds. I know some folks have to wait a day or two or whatever. 48 seconds, I had a response. Yeah. See, I when I bought my pistol, it was an hour. And they said that it was slow today for some reason. And I, so I assumed that it, they're just computers and internet was slow um, or whatever. The second time, it popped back in about 15 minutes and said that I had a delay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that mean? And he was like, it just, he's like, it happens sometimes. He was like, I think it just usually means when their system's backed up. Uh, you know, he was like, it, and usually, it could be right. It usually takes two to three. I think he was lying to try to calm me down. I think that like they search. I think that's what that means. Well, they may have found out you got that anxiety thing. I'm kind of on the fence about it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> maybe what, what bothered me was, was you know what happened right before I bought that shotgun, like a week and a half before that? I got uh, banned on Facebook for three days for hate speech. Damn Could it, be just a coincidence. You do spend a lot of time saying, on Facebook, yeah. But I'm saying that was weird, like, you know. All right, so look at it this way. All right, so... When you, when you go to purchase your firearm, you go through the Nick's background check. You do all this stuff. You got to fill out all this wonderful crap. But let's say Daryl goes to the gun show over in Pasigula and it's got a wad full of cash. Feeling good about life? I need me a people killer. <laughs> all right. So Daryl runs over to Pasigula, says, I got $1,500. I want the best people killer I can get. And you could probably use that terminology at a gun show. And son, you will leave there with a $1,500 rig because they don't do anything there at the gun show. Did you know that? No, I've never been to one. I have never been to one either. But from what I understand and what I've read and what I've been told and what Papa Biden said to America, that I can go to a gun show and buy a gun with no background check at all. My understanding is, is that's not true. Well, my question is, is if it is true, why in the fuck is it allowed? Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. I'm a gun owner. I'm pro-gun. But just like anything in this world, you do have to have some kind of check and balance system in place. So how is it that we're all talking about gun reform this and gun reform that for God knows how many years now, but y'all son of a bitches ain't shut down gun shows yet where some crazy asshole... Can just go buy a yeah. gun. <laughs> if that if that's true, you're right. That's you know the always that's wanna, somebody's fault, but themselves. Yeah, you don't want to. You always want to go to like the very extreme at the very end of the of the line to go grab some bullshit. Like we're gonna do all this, and you didn't even do nothing before that. Like right. stop stop a gun show or or you know like the the person that the person that shot up you know. The, the the Chinese joints in Georgia or whatever, like he, people like that, who gave him a gun? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I can imagine, like, he wanted up being foreign, right? So I can imagine, like, him going to buy a gun, and then, you know what? I imagine somebody standing there going, you can't treat him like that because, you know, or <laughs> like, but who gave him who gave him a gun? Who gave the first, him the gun in the first place? And because he had all these, all these signs, and 
you know, we, we can talk about Facebook another day too, but like I got banned for hate speech because I called a white lady a bitch, but she called me a name first and they called that hate speech. It's just some Karen right clicking and reporting. Ain't that a bitch. You know, I mean, it ain't no big deal, <laughs> but like that dude, like where I'm getting at is that dude like really posted like on his Facebook, like some serious, like fuck Asians. I'm going to kill yeah. them. I'm going to kill them all. You know, and like, and that didn't trigger nothing. And that didn't trigger nothing, right? And actually, what you probably determined was that he was allowed to say those things because he wasn't a white male. So, and I don't, I don't like. They always get like, how you? It's so much of a double standard. (laughs) It's just, it really is. Now my words are my, you know, my mind's boggled by all this, right? Because there's some frustration in there from the double standard. At least that's what I feel when I look at it, because it's not fair. If you're going to do one, do them all. Right. But like I said, even if the gun show thing is true, our government has nobody but to blame but themselves for that. That's just stupid. But like I said at the beginning of the show, if a criminal wants a gun and a criminal wants to kill people, he'll find a way to get his gun. He'll make it a throwaway. He'll just sand off the serial numbers. Now it's a quote-unquote ghost gun. And you go shoot somebody in the head and you throw that bitch in a lake somewhere about 100 miles from where you did the murder. I'm not telling y'all how to go get away with it, but it's doable. But, you know, as we wrap this up, as crazy as it sounds, I feel like the only way you're ever going to stop mass shootings, and I really emphasize the word shootings because, like I said, you can take out a mass number of people multiple ways. But to ever stop mass shootings, as crazy as it sounds, we're going to have to get to a point where everybody's required to carry a gun. If you're of age and you're 21 years older and you are mentally able to own a firearm, you should have a firearm on you. We live in a society that is crazy. We live in a society full of people who feel like they're entitled to everything, that they can't do no wrong. That's scary. All right, because that is, that is a bunch of greed, self-absorbed, narrow-minded dipshits. They can't see the forest for the trees, you know what I mean? So these people, you just can't trust them. You can't trust this world. This world's scary. I hate to put it that way, but we live in a scary world. And I really think everybody needs to carry a gun because I promise you, I'm not going to run up in a building to do a mass shooting if I know everybody in there's got a gun because I might as well just go ahead and stand in traffic because I'm going to get taken out. Cause the only way you're going to stop them is to put a bullet in their head. I don't know, man. It's a, <laughs> you're right. It is a, it is a crazy world. It is a crazy world out there. I was sitting here thinking like why you were, why you were saying that, like, you know, the you, you make it sound like, like maybe we need more ammo. <laughs> no, like you know, laws and stuff or something. Like, but like you've seen those movies. These laws won't work. Yeah, you've seen those movies. All it winds up doing is turning to a totalitarian place. Uh, my my question is: is why is everybody getting so violent nowadays? Like, you know, why why have we gotten more violent like that? I um, think it's because it's a mixture, and I'm not trying to get on a a religious role, but 
There's a lack of God in this country, and this country was originally founded on Christianity. There's a lack of God in this country, and there's a bunch of greed in this country. And that's scary. Hmm. Yeah, you just made me ponder on that a little bit. I was like, it has gotten a lot a lot worse even since we were kids you know we were the kids we were the generation i hate to say it we were the generation of columbine those kids oh, yeah. those kids were our age we're the, we were the generation know? that had our cherry pop and uh and uh that was so rare i wish you i know? could get my cousin on here she uh she was actually getting her phd at virginia tech when those shootings happened at virginia tech years wow back. really she was in the building beside it she that's crazy right it is I, I i i feel so sorry for anybody that's been involved in that that's lost a loved one to that and yeah there's got to be a way to make a stop whether it's mental checks or whatever but i'm also a realist and the only way this shit's going to stop if everybody carries a gun yeah well Columbine's always a good a good thing to bring up because everybody was so determined that those kids acted normal or like everybody else. And then there was this other side where they would say they weren't. They weren't normal at all. They were, mm -hmm. you know, which, you know, goes to show you, like, mental health checks are good. If those kids had a therapist, I wonder what their therapist would say. You know, for one, maybe they would accidentally slip up and say, sometimes I feel like going to school and slaughtering everybody. You know, saying some see, crazy. that's a red flag. Yeah, see, <laughs> saying some crazy emo shit or something like that. But, like, I. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> well, Daryl, how can our viewers contact us to let us know if they got any questions or comments or suggestions? If they want to tell us to kiss their ass or what, yeah, how can they reach us? If you guys have like a, a idea of a topic for a show we can talk on or something like that, just go to uh, our website is anchor.fm slash generation exile. And you can go there. You can click message uh, to send us a message or you can click the support button to uh, sponsor us if you want to for as low as 99 cents a month. And you can also find us on Facebook at Generation Exile. There you go. It's that simple, folks. All right, so this wraps up number five, Daryl. All right. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Make sure you go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents. It really helps out. If you'd like to have your business on our show or become a personal sponsor, please give us a contact. Just go to our Facebook, at Generation Exile, or our website, and send us a message.